um, chilaquiles is mm. my shit. Like, if the chilaquiles don't make you cry, uh, they're just not good, man. <laughs> yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Widow Podcast, a show about anything, everything, and probably tacos. Today on the show, we have special guest Eric Hymas. He is a producer and DJ from Dallas, known for his sick cumbia beats. Does anybody say sick beats anymore, except for Taylor Swift in that one song? I don't know. What I do know is that Eric makes some really cool music that's a lot of fun to listen to. If you've been to parties in the Dallas scene, you might be familiar with his work. If you're not, you're going to hear some of it on today's show. Quick disclaimer for today's show, there is some adult language in this podcast. I do not bleep things out, so if you are sensitive to that or if you are listening with kids, just be aware before you get into today's interview, you have been warned. This is the point of no return. Here we go. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We're in what is actually a media room of an apartment complex that I do not live in uh, because it's a nice soundproof room. Yeah, so. it's really fancy, man. The chairs are too uncomfortable. It works, though. It works. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Eric, I wanted to invite you on the show just because um, I, for one, really enjoy listening to your music. And, Thank you. And um, I, think you either, I think you either DJ'd a show at Black House or maybe I met you at, at Black House. You did something in Fort Worth. Yeah. Uh, it was a Halloween party. I think it was last year. No, it was two years ago. Yeah, it was two years was it two years ago, man? <laughs> what year is when, it? <laughs> when I DJ at parties, man, it gets wild. I and bet. I get part of that. So it might have been a year ago, two years ago. But was yeah. it Latino Hustle? It was Latino Hustle. Okay, yeah. Um, and um, I think I DJed for, I was supposed to DJ for like an hour and I went for like three. Yeah, it so, definitely was a Black House party then. So <laughs> it went to like three in the morning. I know that for sure. It was fun though. It was it was really fun. <laughs> it was one of those nights where they just let me be and I just I was just me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was the the first time that I had heard any of your music. Um and then uh I know I was I was listening to it again recently. I think you had some new stuff uh that you had put out. And um and I had put it up on uh, on Instagram and like a bunch of people messaged me and they're oh, like, yeah. oh my God, what is this? <laughs> and I was yeah, like, I know. I think it was uh, Gerardo Contreras. Shout out to him. He's the one that invited me to, to go out that night um, with, I think it was two other DJs, if I, if I recall. If it was that night. But um, yeah, the space was so like, so awesome. It was like, almost like boiler room. Yeah. Like I think that night I set it up for a live stream and it was just like red the whole night and like people were just vibing. Yeah. And it felt like boiler roomish and I was just like, man, I love it here and I want to go back. Yeah. And I've been like <laughs> nagging at Gerardo like, hey man, like what's up? Yeah. Like, bring me back. <laughs> but uh, no, it's I mean it was fun. I, I love doing this kind of parties. I love intimate parties. You know, mm-hmm. like very small parties to where people can just like see you and like like 
you know, be next to you. I don't like being like far from them. Mm. Like it's like just I feel like there's a disconnect right there. Um, and I get to see like at people's faces, you know, mm. like like how they're how they feel like the whole music is going or like what their vibe is. You know, I can I can see like they're like, oh, man, this dude is, you know, whack. Or yeah. can, we, can we cuss? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, this dude is fucking up, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Or like, like, it just lets me know, like, what they're feeling. And, like, if I need to switch it up, I can switch it up and just try out new things. Um, like, I think that night I played a lot of cumbias. I think it was, like, my whole collection, <laughs> like, what I like to play and then some, man. It was not. It was nuts. It was wild. That's cool. It was fun. So how how long have you been in the DFW area? Because you're originally you're from Mexico, right? Yes. Um, I was born in Iguala, Guerrero, Mexico. That's like two hours away from Acapulco, which is like deep, deep, like south. Like that's <laughs> the, the south as Mexico can be besides going into South America. Yeah. Um, came here when I was six in 1998. Been here since then, which is like what, 21 years mm-hmm. or so. Yeah, it it would be it will be twenty two this year, yeah, cause I'm turning twenty eight. Yeah, so okay, yeah, twenty one wow. years. Nice. Yeah, so I mean, it's my home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most of my life. I'm from Mexico, but this is the United States. It's all I know. Yeah, so. sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. And and so, how did you get into you know producing music and <coughs> and doing your own tracks, and then more specifically, you know, cumbia? Why why cumbia? Well, I didn't like cumbia growing up. Okay. I, I, I never caught my ear, never caught my attention. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of like 80s music, like Madonna, um, Millie Vanilli. That's more 90s, but like, you know, early 90s, yeah. late 80s. My mom used to listen to all that stuff. And my dad was um, a DJ in... in in mexico where we're from and he was one of the first guys that started mixing cumbia um ironically you know uh so he would like practice at home he would mix like back then it was like old house music and then he would play like cumbias and so like i was exposed to like different kinds of music like a lot of music but cumbia just i never liked it (laughs) i never liked it and the irony is that that's all i do now you know (laughs) Um, so I guess when it was around when I was in middle school, 2005, 2004, Dallas had like this surge of like what are called crunk cumbias, which are like these DJs like Rafi Ralph, uh, Funky, um, Polo Bear. These guys were just making these crunk cumbias and Back then, all I would listen to was like Lil John and the East Side Boys or Lil Scrappy, you know, the, the whole crunk scene. I was so into that. But when I heard um, Rafi Ralph's remix of El Campanero, man, that was just, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what is this? And and I think it really, like, got to me in the way that, like, yo, I can identify myself with this because mm-hmm. it's like, it's what I love. And then at the same time, it feels like, like subconsciously is like in the back of my head, like, you know, this music, this cumbia music that I grew up listening to, not caring for it. And it just all of a sudden just clicked. And I was like, 
yo, I dig this. I really do. And ever since then, I would just try to mimic these guys and like try to make my own or or anything like that. And I didn't know how to use like what I use now, Fruity Loops. I didn't know how to use like any kind of program. Hmm. No idea. And this was like DSL times, man. We we didn't have like broadband or anything we had like <laughs> like 10 kilobit per second downloads <laughs> like two days to download a movie Man, you know like that feels like lime wire and stuff <laughs> so that's how i got interested into just like starting to make my own stuff mm-hmm. um and it started by copying like ralphie ralph's like first remix that i've ever heard and then um i downloaded sony acid at the time which was more for like live recording mm-hmm. i used it to make you know like crown cumbia remixes and it, it i mean looking back now it was so trash but <laughs> everybody used it you know and everybody found a way to use it yeah. and like make it like as legit as possible and that's what it like i liked about like the passion those guys had because when i tried to start using it it was just i, I couldn't yeah. i mean i this is hard <laughs> so i have respect for those guys like back then um but i i think that was all like 2005 2006 and i and i i kind of stopped and then i kind of like just looked back and went back to like listening to like cumbia like mm-hmm. just went back to start listening to everything i could and like not crate digging because i don't i never crate dig so i don't claim to do that but i went like and and search for like music like that um did my research found some good songs and just like just studied them man it was like my homework for a good five years wow five years and then i started well crunkumia died down like two years later like it never got far but it was huge here and then um 2009 2010 i started wanting to like make beats Mm -hmm. because during that time it was like drake was blowing up you know young money and those guys and i was so into that i was like oh man i i I can make beats i can sell these beats and (laughs) you know be like this huge producer never panned out (laughs) never worked (laughs) but i was like man what if i recreate like cumbia again you know would people care Mm -hmm. would people even still like want it Mm -hmm. so 2010 2011 i started making some found what found out what soundcloud was and then i uploaded like two or three songs um and yeah ever since then i've been producing so from 2010 like seriously producing (laughs) 2011 till now i've been doing it for man that's eight years yeah almost Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long time. So, yeah, that's that's how that happened. Yeah. It's kind of weird when you say it out loud, you know? Like, you know it, you know how it happened, and then you say it out loud, and you're like, oh, shit, man. There's a lot of history there. (laughs) There is. (laughs) One of the things that I really like about your music, when I hear kind of the remixes that you do, a lot of the songs, I'm like, man, like, this should have been like a cumbia, like in the first place. Like mm-hmm. the song, it just sounds like it, it fits so well. So when you're going to do a remix of a song with kind of a cumbia style, what are you, are you like listening for something specific in a song? Do you just start playing with things? Like how do you, how do you go about uh, doing that? I don't ever plan anything. 
I don't okay. I don't ever plan on like being the first or or like I don't ever plan on like doing something before anybody else. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> uh like if a new hot song drops like Cardi B like drops a new single tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm not going to have a remix the next day. Yeah. I'm just not that <laughs> person. Um because I just I never I never I mean, yeah, I get it, you know, like hype and then sounds and and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But the songs that I choose to remix, I feel like are songs that are that I can see that will last minimum five years. You know, like Mm -hmm. people will still care about Mm -hmm. in like five years. Um, To be honest with you, before I go in and and like, all right, I'm going to make a song. I don't know what I'm going to make like yeah. 90% of the time. I don't know what I'm going to make. So I just sit in my, in front of my computer and I'm browsing through my, my folders and I just start playing random songs. And it's like, Oh, this song sounds, sounds good. Let me put that aside. Or, <laughs> or like I go into my crunk acapellas folder and I just find any random song or, and so like my workflow does, it consists of just like randomness all, mm-hmm. all around. I don't, <laughs> I don't I don't I really don't I don't know how to explain it like yeah I don't I don't it's just random it really yeah. is now that I think about it like my last project um Cumbiaholic 4 it was majority of them were new songs but there were a lot of like old ones too like mm-hmm. like Gorilla Zoe's you know Hood Figure and that song is, you know, if you hear it now at the club, people still don't know. juveniles you know back that ass up which mm-hmm. is like it, people still go nuts yeah. <laughs> like when you play that song um and i've never even remixed that song until like last week so yeah. like <laughs> so it's 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 like it has to do with my mood too you know like yeah. if i'm like in a good mood i'll go in and just like find the most happiest song or or like if i'm in a bad mood i, I go in and just make like the most or try to make the most crunked shit I could find, and yeah. it's it's just random. I don't yeah. unless somebody asks me, it's like, hey, uh, can you remix like Chingo Bling? Chingo mm-hmm. Bling like always comes up with like the the most interesting ideas, and I love working with him because he'll text me out of the blue like, hey, have you heard of a SWV's blah 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 song? I was like, like no, like who's <laughs> SWV? Well, it turns out it's like a 80s 90s group that sings r&b and he wanted it into like a cumbia like yeah. <laughs> flip or i was like yo what the fuck yeah. <laughs> you know but i like that because it like pushes 
what I can do, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like I'm limited on a lot of areas, and then he comes around, and it's like, he just, like, pushes me, like, like to the point where, like, oh, I didn't know I could do this, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, just creative, you know, talking to creative individuals is, like, very inspiring, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes you feel like, you've reached your limit in creativity and then something else happens and you're like, oh shit, maybe I can do, you know, like more than what I know or like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but no, everything's random. Everything that I do is really random, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. Which is totally fine, you know. (laughs) I feel like that's a a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of creatives. And it's like, I don't know. Like how'd you do this? Like, I, don't, I don't know. It just yeah, it's here just, it is. It's just <laughs> random, man. It just happens. It really does. Um, like, like I mentioned to you, I was like, well, I've been into like recording like live sounds, and like I, I hooked up with some some of my uh, s- some friends that can play accordion and and bass and stuff like that, and they were like, well, what do you want to record? And I was like just play whatever man like i don't <laughs> i don't have any a, any idea just just play what you want to play so they started playing and then as they were playing i was like well you know what play this and then play that play this and that and so it just like it came into like a whole like it was it was a remake of a song but it turned out to be something completely different yeah so like being random is good. Like it w- <laughs> when you're being creative, just just man, just say fuck it. You know, like who cares? You know, just do yeah. your art, man. Just do what you do, and yeah, as long as you love it, like who cares? Yeah. You know? yeah. As far as me making my craft, like I don't care. You know, <laughs> like I'll yeah. I'll do what I feel like feels good and and sounds good, and and if you don't like it, okay, cool. If you like it, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, thank you, but it's just. <laughs> It's just, you know, like like Picasso. You think he cared if anybody, yeah. you know, liked this painting or, yeah. you know, like, I'm sure he didn't. Yeah. No. So, do you, goes, I think. Do you ever, um, you know, start start working on a song and you're like, oh, this is going to be great. And then it just like is not working. Like, it's just like, it's a complete disaster. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, I don't have a lot of people telling me, oh, that sucks. <laughs> or, oh man you shouldn't have done that or yo this is whack like i I don't know why people don't just tell me you know like like are they are they afraid like i'm gonna be like well you know what man f you yeah (laughs) i'll delete you and block you (laughs) but no like i wish a lot of people would tell like like artists like like yo it sucks you know this is not your best you can do better or something like that i take criticism you know very well Mm mm-hmm I might be a little upset at inside, yeah. <laughs> but but I'll take that criticism and it's like, okay, well, what didn't work? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll look mm-hmm. into like what didn't work. What could I have done? Was it repetitive? Was it just not enough? Was mm-hmm. it this and that? But yeah, there's a lot of songs that that I've released, especially on SoundCloud. SoundCloud is like it's my test lab. Yeah, that's what I see SoundCloud as. It's yeah. like I'll upload a song and if it doesn't do it doesn't get enough plays as another song or or just not enough likes or something like that mm-hmm. i don't care for the likes but i carry it to the to to a point where it's like okay this song didn't do good let me just take it off yeah or and come back to it later um that's what i see i don't really care for likes or, or that 
as long as people enjoy it and and a lot of people hate you using artist union have you heard of them Mm-mm. artist union so it's like there's like a little trend where people go and try to download a song and an artist unions like well you have to follow us on soundcloud you have to follow the artist like the track repost oh, the track oh yeah 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 give us your social sign this agreement <laughs> um and i use that that's that's just to and that lets me know like they care enough <laughs> to go through all that just to get the song and i and i upload just to clarify i upload like the highest quality on there mm-hmm. so it's not like you're getting like the soundcloud rip it, you yeah, get yeah. like the <laughs> highest quality it's just so people know um but um but yeah uh, a lot of people don't tell me that it sucks the only person that has told me to like chill out on the on the on the sound chaining is dusty <laughs> okay so <laughs> wait what is, what is sound chaining so the sound chain i think it's sound chain yeah where, where it's like where where the sound uh, uh, where the sound is playing and it and it drops like to the okay. beat like when a kick uh-huh. like you can hear it go up and down like the volume i used that a lot in like a, a lot of songs like a couple of years ago and dusty's like yeah you need to chill out <laughs> that's a lot of sound change <laughs> so so that that right there i stopped using it and i started finding other ways like okay what can i do without the sound the yeah. sound chain because i used that so much um so like just just stuff like that you know mm-hmm. like people wouldn't think of like telling you it sucks like i'll take it like yeah it's fine i'll take it yeah i'll figure it out <laughs> um so you you've mentioned a couple of other um you know producers and and artists do you find it um i mean do you work with other artists pretty regularly does that kind of help you just kind of create more content does it kind of help you be more creative when you're working with other artists or is it or is it challenging to work with kind of different creative minds in the same space um it's challenging when you're not like in the same room as the other artists Mm. because when you're in the same studio or room you get like you get a vibe going and it's just so much easier to like get something done like your your creativity is oh wow your creativeness is like it's more it blossoms even more like when you're with with other like-minded people yeah i'm not saying that working through the internet gives it like it's worse but it does give you less creativeness Mm -hmm. because you could be in a different state of mind you know um but yeah, working with um, other people, period. It's 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 so good because you get a whole different taste of like how they work, you mm-hmm. know, and like their what their sound is because everybody has a distinctive sound, yeah. you know. So like these guys that I'm working on a track right now, they 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 go by RCA. It's real Real Cumbia Activa these guys are so awesome man like i thought i was good with kumi and then i hear these guys i'm like oh shit like <laughs> these guys are amazing and like their sound is like so simple but it's just like you can just picture like their music playing in like like a big like field you mm-hmm. know and like mm-hmm. everybody just dancing and like <laughs> just going crazy like like that or like chingo bling like his creativeness with like different songs and and like 
he's he's hella funny and like how he puts songs together is just it's amazing I haven't worked with Dusty in a while, but uh, I'm like his like biggest fan. <laughs> Dusty's like, holy cow, man. His Cumbia City album, I listen to it at least 10 times a month. Yeah, yeah, it, it's so good. And he, I don't think album. he, I don't think he believes me, but it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. So if he gets a million plays, half of that is mine. Yeah. So <laughs> when he gets a million plays, I know he'll get it. So what role do you think that music plays in culture and kind of as music develops? Do you? Do you kind of see music as something that helps shape culture or is something that kind of reflects where where culture is moving towards? I, th I think I think it's both. Mm -hmm. um, as far as reflecting it, I mean, music has always been like the um, the voice for a lot of people, you know, whether it's like Latin music or like hip hop or house music or anything like that it's always been the voice for the for the little people you know that that don't have like a big enough voice to say anything like for example there's like nwa you know public enemy um in mexico would be like molotov there's like they're like a rock band that just like speak out against like the political guys in mexico and like mm -hmm. all the corruption um so as as far as the future goes, um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 a, a a lot of things that music can do, as far as like making, you know, change, and and whatever culture, you know, like you have like, I I don't know who sings it exactly. It's uh, FDT. I think it's YG. You know, talking about Donald Trump and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into you know politics, but you know, it's stuff like that mm -hmm. that uh, that can affect like where things are heading. Mm. You know, and like, um, I don't want to say the wrong thing, like or give the wrong information, not the wrong thing, but you know, like how marches they start singing and, mm. and stuff like that. I mean, that's all music, man. It's yeah. just like chants, mar marching chants, and. And so, yeah, mu music really affects the culture, whether, you know, it's a Latin culture or, or African-American culture, you know, any culture, really. Their music plays a big part of that, Yeah, I think, whether it's positive or, you know, negative. Um, it's still, you know, an impact, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, I, th I think it does play a lot in people's lives. Shifting gears a little bit, we've we've talked a lot about music, um, and I know usually everyone on the show we will we'll talk about food at I some point. Food. food is is definitely a point of 
common uh, interest for, yeah. <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. Um, what do you, man? What do you like to eat? What? Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a it's oh, a big shit. question. Like, man, I've been open lately to like anything um, because I I would just like want to eat the same thing you know over and over and over. I'm a creature of habit. Okay. So like <laughs> like I I think last year I spent a whole good like 3 months trying to find the best taco in Dallas. There isn't. <laughs> there, there isn't. How many one. places did you go to I trying to find the best taco in Dallas? Like 12, 12, 13. That's it. There's really Come not on, I mean bro. I th- I think the the best one if any was uh probably get hate <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's it's called uh it's not even in dallas actually it's in irving it's called salsa verde it's okay. on like loop 12 like in irving and stuff like that. it's i think they have the best ones i've tried so far okay what, what do you get when you go there uh i'm a creature of habit so <laughs> 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 i would get like um chorizo mm-hmm. or trompo um that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't get like, uh, I get pastor, yeah. but it's the same like trompo. So yeah. I, th- I think so. Um, falafel is pretty good that mm. I found out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> recently I, discovered. Yeah, I just <laughs> recently discovered falafel last week and it's, um, it's really good. I love falafel. Um, Mediterranean food. I went to a Mediterranean spot in Irving last week. Um, with some coworkers and it was just great. It was so good. <laughs> um, poke, mm. poke bowls, amazing. Yes, they're like blowing up in DFW right now. Like everyone's yeah like opening up poke yeah. places and a lot. I'm all about it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and and I went in there. I was like, well, before that, they were like, hey, we're gonna go get poke. I was like, what the fuck is poke? Yeah. You know. <laughs> You've never had poke? I'm like, dude, I'm asking, what is yeah. it? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, no, I've never. I'm like, oh, well, it's like, it's like sushi in a bowl. All right, yeah. let's go. <laughs> so we went, and yeah, it's like tuna and rice, and it's, it's so fresh. It was like really so good. Good. It was amazing. Um, chilaquiles is mm. my shit. Like, if the chilaquiles don't make you cry, uh, they're just not good, man. <laughs> like if with an egg on there. It's mm. like hangover food. It's it's so good. That's my favorite food ever. Uh, ever. Do you do you like make chilaquiles or where do you go to get I chilaquiles? I don't. My wife makes the best chilaquiles. Nice. And you got the in-house hookup. I do. I do, man. <laughs> and it's funny because when <clears throat> when she made them for me the first time, she made them like red. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like red. I was like, oh, man, cool. the green oh, ones are better, right? The green ones are better. And, yes. I, and then Amen. She. Uh, well, I ate them and I was like, oh, well, they're good, but they're just not spicy. I, like, I love spicy, man. Yeah. I, I, my spiced tolerance is like really high. Yeah. People don't think it is like it be, but it do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and and so she was like, all right, all right, <laughs> I got you. So she comes back a couple of tries later with, with some green ones. And I took my first bite thinking, oh, they're they're not gonna be spicy. Holy shit! Yeah, man, <laughs> wrong. Like I started like sweating and crying. She's like, better. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You got it down. You got it down. Okay. And then I mean, you know, just with anything, 
the more she makes it, the better it gets. Yeah. You know? So, like, she'll ask me, do you want egg? I'm like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you got it. Uh, man, chilequiles are like, is like such an underrated, like, it breakfast is. thing. It's so satisfying. It is. It is. I love cheese, man. And I think I'm lactose intolerant, but I love cheese. I it's don't worth care. it, man. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll die happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, cool, man. If, um, so if people want to listen to your music, they want to keep up with what you're doing, where should they go? Where can they follow you? They can follow me on SoundCloud. Just search Eric Himes, E-R-I-C-K-J-A-I-M-E-Z. Because a lot of people misspell my name. Mm. It's not James. Mm. It's not Jimenez. Mm. It's Himes. Mm. And you got it right. <laughs> I was surprised. I was like, okay, this guy. I had to, so, right. so I have a challenging first name that people always... What is it? Nathaniel. So everyone Nathaniel? always misspells it or can't say it or doesn't understand it. Uh, English or Spanish, really? like try everything, all the languages, like <laughs> never get it right. So I try to be very careful to get people's names yeah. right. <laughs> so it's a pet peeve of mine. Well, yeah, I, I hate it when people spell Eric with a C. It's like, no, it's a K. And they're yeah. like, you're right, K? No, I mean, yeah. CK. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Jimenez? No. Jimenez. No. <laughs> How do you spell that? And they still get it wrong. Yeah. But uh, yeah, SoundCloud, EricHimenez.com will take you straight to my band camp. Most of the music that I try to release is free, um, unless I really want your dollar. <laughs> then, then it'll be $1. But majority of them, is, they're free. They're, I upload 320 kilobits per second for those that are that know what that is. It's like high quality. Um, CD quality, even though my mixing is shit. So, but <laughs> they're, they're high quality. Uh, yeah. Um, Spotify, Pandora. Napster, if you use that, any store really, any yeah. anywhere online, I think. Uh, anywhere music is heard. Yeah. yeah, I try to spread my music as much as I can. Cool. Um, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah and I'll I'll put uh, I'll put links in the uh, in the show notes so people can can find that. Awesome. Um, and then if someone is interested in you know maybe they like playing around with music, like playing around with their own beats, producing, like what advice would you give someone Ooh, who's, who's starting advice. out? <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's a, it's, he might give you bad advice, people. Just <laughs> disclaimer. No, definitely do it. Like, it's like, do what you love, you know? Like, even if you're working a nine to five, then just fucking do it. Like, you don't, you don't know where, where, you're, where it's going to take you unless you try. You know, what's that quote that says? Uh, it's like the cheesiest quote. It's like, um, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, you know, oh, like yeah, that's yeah. very true. Like, yeah. like if I wouldn't have like started making Crown Cumbia and like, if I wouldn't have commented on Dusty's page or one of his, I think it was one of his songs. And I was like, Hey, check me out. Yeah. man. <laughs> you know, like, like everybody does. If I wouldn't have done that, he probably wouldn't like ever like found out about me or anything like that. And, and like big shout out to Dusty. Cause He's one of the people that f believed in me first, you know. And then, like, because of him, Chingu Bling hit me up. Um, and we worked on Puro Pari, you know, Puro Pari. We did that song in 2014. Um, 
and it was like a huge song. I didn't think it was going to be like that. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like freaking, you know, one billion streams, yeah. you know, in a day. <laughs> but it was it was pretty big enough to where like my friends tell me like, yo, they're playing your shit out of 15 right now. Or, yeah. like, <laughs> or like, you know, it's it, like that's crazy. You yeah. know, like that's crazy. I've always wondered like what, what it would feel like if somebody was like play my music. And it happens. And it's weird Cause, because <laughs> like, you know, it's like, oh, they're playing. I'm like, yo, like why? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm very self-conscious about my music. Okay. Like, like I'm my biggest critic. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like, man, this thing sucks. But let me upload it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to, you know, like to to reassure the fact that it does suck. And surprisingly, sometimes people love it. And then yeah, because like keep in mind, like when you're making a song, it's like you listen to the same thing over and over and mm. over for like five, ten hours or yeah. whatever it is. And at the end of the whole project, you're just like, I don't want to hear fucking Demi Lovato one more yeah. time because <laughs> I will lose my mind or Cardi B. Yeah. Um, and after a while, everything just starts, like, blending in and sounds the same. So, like, like there was one time where I would just make, like, a song a day. And then, like, I would just be burned out, like, at the end of the week because I'm like, man, all this shit sucks. Um, <laughs> but it's like when other people listen to what you're making, they've never heard it before. Mm-hmm. So, like, they'll love it. And when you're just, like, done with it, you know? Yeah. Um, but any advice to anybody is just um, do it. Go for it. Um how I started is I started looking at YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my teacher. YouTube was yeah. my teacher. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to say it because there, were, there was really nobody that I hung out with or, or, or had any reach with, you yeah. know, that could, like, teach me or, like, guide me on, like, how to get started. No, like, like I'm, I'm still making mistakes, but, you know, I learned from those mistakes. Yeah. Um, so, like, any tutorials, whether it was shitty or really good produced, doesn't matter. Just, like, whatever anybody's willing to show you and just apply it make it your own you know like and don't worry about trying to be like the next dusty or eric jaimez or ching of ling like you'll find your sound you know everybody will find their own their own niche if you will Mm -hmm. you know um but just i mean just take a shot and just do it there's nothing to lose really but everything to gain you know so start out i produce an infill studio so that's that's um that's uh one of the programs that you can use there's appleton there's uh logic pro there's there's many ones but uh fruity loops was the one that everyone cracked so <laughs> so you didn't have to buy it yeah. so you know you could just get it for free i'm not telling you to do that but if you don't have the means i mean whatever you need to do just do it and like if you like the product enough you know by all means buy it because you know you're you're paying for somebody else you know that Mm -hmm. spend their time and and to to work on something that'll help a lot of people so like just do it i'd say just do it figure it out if you have any questions you can try to reach out to me i try to you know talk to everybody as much as i can i'm sometimes things just go over my head and like i forget about them very forgettable like i forget things all the time (laughs) So, like, today, like, I had to rush out and do something, and then you send me a message. You're like, hey, let me know when you're outside. I look at the time. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, man. Like, something just came up. And I'm like, man, I'll be there, <laughs> like, right away. Uh, but, yeah, if you, if you have any questions, I'm not very hard to get a hold of. Like, 
my email is like on everywhere and like i try to put as many like like contact me or mm-hmm. like it'll come directly to me mm-hmm. you know like like hey like if you want to make a song with me or if you're like there's like a lot of people that are like oh man i'm a rapper and man let me rap to this or, mm-hmm. or like how do i get a hold of your beats like uh, just hit me up like yeah. <laughs> you know like we'll work out on something i don't yeah. i don't really mind um but also read <laughs> like yeah. my bio yeah. you know like like it'll tell you there like it's right there people yeah <laughs> like just like check it out you know like read it <laughs> you'll probably figure out some stuff yeah. um i hate that by the way like, it's really annoying like like I'll, I'll put up like free download like well, where can i download it but it says buy you is don't free download it, yeah. <laughs> buy is free download <laughs> like just look man but yeah man just just do it fuck it follow your dreams you know who cares about anybody else just just do what makes you happy you know like everybody's gonna judge anyway so screw those people <laughs> i don't care about those people just do it yeah yeah awesome man. that was good advice what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible somebody's gonna come in a year it's like yo i'm homeless uh, because you told me to do it i mean you never told you anybody said, to quit it, their quit job <laughs> Like, quit whoa, your whoa. job and become a dj <laughs> that's, that's what that should be the takeaway from this episode yeah <laughs> just f- quit your fucking job <laughs> just go for it you'll be tiesto in no, t- in no time <laughs> you'll headline ultra in a year bro hey it <laughs> could happen it could happen you won't know unless you try yeah <laughs> awesome well uh eric thanks so much for coming on the show thank you guys if you enjoy this podcast uh you can rate us on itunes that does help us out um and uh definitely be on the lookout for more episodes if there's somebody that you want me to interview they don't have to be here in fort worth or dallas um shoot me an email kitchen at gmail.com and let me know all right eric once again thanks so much for coming on thank you thank you guys for listening spending your your hour (laughs) (laughs) listening to my shit Si tú supieras quererme como te quiero Si me esperaras igual que a ti yo te espero Por mil días el mundo entero Y si por otro sintieras lo que yo siento La misma llama que me conoce